as a leader, you are one person, so it is absolutely critical that beneath you, you create the right environment to have high performance and you've got the right people with you. Good morning, good morning, good morning. So how are we all today? Well, listen, today we are going to be talking about building brilliant teams and what you need to do in order to, one, attract the right talent into your organisation. But once you've got them, how do you actually create the right environment to ensure that those teams are high performing? Now, before we get into it, I am going to tell you a little bit more information in terms of how do you define um, a high performing team in the first place? But also then what are the characteristics of a high performing team? So we're going to cover quite a lot of information. It's so important this because, you know, at the end of the day, regardless of what business or, you know, what kind of organization you're in, actually it's all about the people it is always about the quality of the team you as a business leader or someone that's maybe heading up a department or a charity or whatever it is or even a family unit actually you know as a leader you are one person so it is absolutely critical that beneath you you create the right environment to have high performance and you've got the right people with you. So I always like to say it's kind of like the bus analogy. You know, you've got to get the right people on the bus in the first time and then you've got to make sure they're sitting in the right seats and then importantly all facing in the same direction. So that sounds really simple but of course in reality it isn't always that easy. So what I want to share with you today is some tricks and tips that are going to help you. You know, I have run very, very large businesses. You know, when I was at Saga as the CEO of the travel division, I had 1,700 plus people on my team all over the world. And when I was at uh, the MD of TUI, heading up the emerging markets, you know, I had even more of a, a challenge really because of the cultural diversity of the business that I was running, buying, selling in China, India, Russia, Ukraine, Brazil, etc. So having a high performing team environment is so, so critical in particular if your team is in different geographies. So we're going to get going. Um, grab a pen and paper. If you're watching this live on the social, then that's great. If you're not following me, please do, because I do these videos every single week. If you're um, listening to it on the podcast, I really appreciate it. Please do share with your friends, subscribe. And of course, I've got a YouTube channel as well, Jeanette Linfer, if you prefer consuming your content via video. So I really appreciate all the support. And it's all about helping you really scale up and grow for yourselves as business leaders, for yourselves as individuals, and also for your teams too. So grab that pen and paper. We're going to get into this now. So how do we actually define a team? Well, essentially, if you think of a pyramid like this, there's there are different three different um, sections to that pyramid. At the bottom of the section is really a collection of individuals. Okay, and those individuals, they're focused more on their individual performance, their individual actions, and their individual purpose. You know, they're not working as a single unit. And the reality is that often we think that we have a team, but we might not really have a team. So the starting point for you is really to say, well, actually, where am I on this pyramid? What do I think my team really is when I'm very, very honest? So at the bottom, it's a collection of individuals. You then move up the pyramid and the middle of that pyramid is essentially a working group. 
So this is where there is some coordination, there is some overlap of purpose, and but the silo, there are still silos, but they are shorter, they're less pronounced, but you still have winners and losers in this working group. And then at the top of the pyramid, which is really where you know we all want to focus and, and aim to be, that is when you get high-performing teams. And a high-performing team in that environment, it's united in purpose, you have sustained results. You know, it's not just a one hit wonder. Um, actually, you consistently see high performing behaviors, but also high performing results. And in that scenario of a high performing team, you win together or not at all. And that is the biggest difference, okay? So before you actually start on the process, I would encourage you to have a think about where are you on that pyramid with your teams? Are you at the bottom and a collection of individuals really? Maybe you're a new team and you are a collection of individuals because you've only just been formed and that's fine. Maybe you're a working group where there is some cooperation and collaboration, but it's not as tight as it could be. Or maybe you're at the top of that pyramid, the top of the mountain, you know, no limits. That's where we want to be. And actually it's all around those incremental gains, just that 1% more that you can do in order to take the performance even better. So take stock of where you are and be really honest because at the end of the day, who's the easiest person to lie to? Well, it's yourself, right? So, you know, if you do want to scale up and grow, it starts with being really honest, taking a good hard look at where you are today. Right, so those are just some definitions and setting the context. So let's get into what are the characteristics of a high-performing team. So I'm going to take you through these. As I say, note them down. Um, it actually, I have a document on how to create high-performing teams. If you would like that guide, please just message me and, and we can send that over to you, which means that you can then digest the information in written form as well as listening to this. So I always like to add value as much as possible um, for these particular topics. So let's get into this. So there are six characteristics of a high performing team. The first one is around common purpose. You know, when I started, I said around the bus, make sure you've got the right people on the bus. They're all sitting in the right seats and they're all facing in the same direction. So facing in the same direction, that really is the point around purpose. You know, why are you there? What do you stand for? Does everyone understand what the mission and the vision is for the organization? Is everyone really excited and, and you know fired up to achieve that purpose? What's your reason why? So that's the first thing, common purpose. There's a common purpose. The second characteristic of a high-performing team is that there are clear roles and responsibilities. Every single person knows what they should be doing and why they should be doing it. So back to the bus analogy, this is about having people sitting in the right seats. So does everyone understand their role? Do they understand how that connects to the bigger picture? And do they understand how they cooperate within the team with their peers? And so everyone is fully aware of who's doing what when. Okay, the third aspect of a high performing team is around leadership. So, you know, is the leader of the team which could be you um, or maybe you're part of a team and you're thinking about your boss, you know, is that leader respected? 
um, listened to and has got the mandate and the, you know, the characteristics that you would expect to see from a, a good leader. Um, you know, so having that respect for the boss and for the, the leader of the group is so important. So having an accepted leadership where everyone on the team is there to support the team, but also to support the leader. You know, very often it is so lonely at the top. When you're running a business or you're running an organisation, it's tough. Everyone thinks you have all the answers and you don't always have all the answers. We're only human, right? So actually, you know, having the backing of your team who, who everyone is there to support you as well as each other is really important. So that's the third aspect of a high-performing team. Number four, effective processes. Are the processes streamlined automated, efficient, you know, delivering value for the customer at every single point possible, making sure that, you know, there aren't unnecessary tasks within the processes and the systems that you have. So because obviously when you have slick operating systems and processes, that is when you can focus on the results and, and you get the high performance that you're looking for. Okay, the fifth point is around relationships. You know, are there solid relationships between the team members? You know, do you have each other's back? Can you see when someone else on the team might be struggling with something and might need your help? You know, so having those really strong relationships, you don't necessarily have to all be best mates, but for a high performing team, there is mutual respect for each other and those relationships are absolutely fundamental. Remember, a high performing team is about winning together or not at all. And that only happens when you have excellent relationships between your team members. And then the sixth point is about communication, excellent communication. Now that comes from the leader, of course, but it also comes within the team, you know, and how that then cascades down to the, you know, the organization. You know, you might be in a huge organization with, you know, hundreds of thousands of people. So communication is always critical, but in particular, if you're in a large organization, because you've just got more people to get to reach. So, you know, really ask yourself, where are you with those characteristics of a high performing team? And what I would encourage you to do you know how can you actually move from a to b well i'm a big believer that what gets measured gets done so once you have taken a good look and said well actually you know am i is my team actually a collection of individuals a working group or a high performing team once you've identified that i would then recommend you go into those six areas and you score yourself as a team and see where do you think you are so out of one to five, five being high, one being low, you know, when you're looking at purpose, roles, accepted leadership, effective processes, solid relationships and communication, where would you score yourself? Are you a one in certain areas, which would indicate you need this some work to be done? Or are you a five and you go, right, we're brilliant. We just need to keep doing more of what we're doing. Let's keep going. And what that will allow you to do is then to really take stock of good honest look at where you are the next point is to say well where do we want to be 
within a certain time frame. So I ran an event last week with a really amazing team, actually, who I'm very, very proud to, uh, to, to work with. And we did this exact ex exercise. You know, we, I said, listen, let's look at you as an executive team, as a board, as a senior leadership team. Where are you scoring yourself on those metrics today? And where do you want to be? If we're sitting here in 12 months time doing the same exercise, what do we want to go for? And from that, what we then allow, what we were then able to do is to identify some specific actions that was going to move the dial, take us from where we are today to where we want to be. So creating high performing teams, it is not easy to do this stuff. It takes time. It takes tenacity. It's a learning exercise. It's a process. Once you think you've got it right, someone leaves, you know, this is normal. But having this information to your fingertips and be regularly reviewing it and be scoring yourself and setting those goals and aspirations is going to really help move you forward. So as I say, I hope this has been helpful. You know, when I think about, you know, brave, bold, brilliant, um, there are so many different ways you can interpret those powerful values. And I try and live by that myself in the way that I do business and, and the way I carry myself in my personal life. But actually, if you also think of one way to interpret it is, you know, being brave is leading yourself. Um, it's an inside job, isn't it? You know? Being bold, leading the business and the impact that you can make with a scale or leading the organization. And then really being brilliant is when the team comes to the, together. That's when high performance happens. So that brilliant part is absolutely intrinsically linked to this topic of high performance. So I hope it has been helpful. I hope it's given you some food for thought. As I say, if you want that guide um, for creating high performing teams, I know I've thrown a lot of information at you today. <laughs> um, please don't hesitate. We can get that to you. Just send a message either in the in the uh, comments or uh, send an email to info at Jeanette associates.com and we'll get that to you but listen whatever you're doing you know today as a leader or with your teams remember it is by being brave and bold and pushing out of your comfort zone that you are going to create brilliance and that is when you get high performance so take care everyone anything I can help you with please don't hesitate you know where I am and have an amazing rest of the day take care bye I really hope you've enjoyed Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Don't forget to subscribe and share with all your friends. And if you've enjoyed listening, I'd love it if you'd leave me a five-star review.